Mark 4, verse 39. He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. I'm Wanda Hardy Kidd, a retired campus minister in my late 60s from North Carolina. A couple of years ago, burdened by grief, I left home alone. A road trip, just me, my truck camper, and a broken spirit. But I found healing in my desert wandering. These short episodes capture parts of that journey. Journey Through the Desert, Episode 17, Quiet. I think there is a difference between the concepts of quiet and silence. Silence is the absence of noise, while quiet is the opportunity to unclutter and remove layers of noise to let your mind experience the space to calm your soul and mind. As a child, even before I was fully awake, I could tell you that it was going to be a snow day just by the absence of traffic sounds on I-85. Our house was just about 500 feet from the interstate, and we had grown accustomed to the rumbling sound of speeding traffic. It was not the noise that seemed unusual on one of those days. It was the quiet. I did not understand the value of quiet as a child, or if I'm honest, well into my adulthood. I was the one in our family who was the talker. Prolonged silence made me nervous, and conversely, my constant chatter often exasperated others. I wasn't sure how I wound up in my family. Everyone else was perfectly content with sitting for long stretches of time, reading books, watching TV, waiting for the moment when something worthwhile needed to be said. Comfort with what I thought of as painful silence was not only the reality of my nuclear family, but my aunts and uncles and all my cousins as well. Reunions were exhausting for me as I tried to keep all the groups of people entertained and connected to each other. However, everyone in the family seemed very kind to me, and there seemed to be a gentle tolerance of what belied their own comfort with silence. My confusion was resolved one Thanksgiving when we were all gathered at my Aunt Kathleen's kitchen. We were washing dishes and downsizing casseroles into smaller containers when the conversation turned to lore about my Grandpa Hardy. He died when I was five, and even though we lived just houses apart, his declining health made the man I knew a shadow of the man they were describing. I had my back to the group drying dishes, and I heard someone say, You know, Daddy always had to have a driver because he was forever hanging out the window and shouting hello to people along the road. It was like all the Tetris pieces lined up and solved a lifelong puzzle for me. I turned to the group and said with awe and wonder, So, I'm like Grandpa Hardy? The expressions on their faces were so dear. As if in unison, they bobbed their heads and one of them said, Of course, we thought you knew, Wanda. I always longed to be my family's comfortable, silent prototype. Still that day, I realized that the prayer to be the personification of silence may have been the wrong aspiration for me. The person God created me to be was not silent, but I could learn to be quiet. Maybe I was just supposed to balance my exuberance with reflection, 
to not just wave at people, but to actually see those people who God had wonderfully created and to appreciate the tingling anticipation of the new with a calm embracing of the mundane. When Jesus quieted the sea, it was not silent. The loudest noises had simply subsided. There was still sounds of water lapping and creaking in and out of the boat. There were small splashes of fish breaking the water's surface. And there was the labored breathing of the disciples as they became less fearful. The calming of the storm provided the space and opportunity to hear more subtle and nuanced expressions of creation and to hear Jesus reduce the noise and make room for the quiet. The desert had particular sounds that made it more quiet than silent. Different times and places made it possible to experience new thoughts and rediscover dreams. There were coyotes calling in the distance, jackrabbits running in the brush, and the almost constant sound of the wind. On it rode whispered truths and assurance of hope. Therefore, I learned the quiet is rarely silent, and I am learning to appreciate the difference. It is a valuable, lengthy, and sometimes painful process for me, a journey that made my trip to the desert so important to and for my soul. Oh God, thank you for both silence and quiet. Amen. This is Mitch Randall, CEO of Good Faith Media. We provide reflection and resources at the intersection of faith and culture through an inclusive Christian lens. Visit us at goodfaithmedia.org, where you'll find our news and opinion, video and podcast, bookstore and journal, and our travel experiences. You can also make a tax-deductible contribution to support our work and make podcasts like this one, Journey Through the Desert by Wanda Hardy Kidd, possible. goodfaithmedia.org. Thanks for listening.